You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. On this episode of the Carlos Watson Show podcast, Debbie Allen. She's one of the most famous choreographers in the U.S., both fictional and in real life. She became a star in the 80s with the movie and TV series Fame. Allen produced and directed another popular series, A Different World. And she's directed and acted in dozens of episodes of a third beloved series, Grey's Anatomy. Uh, Debbie Allen, welcome to the show. Thank you, Carlos. How are you? I am good. I am good. Although you and I both may be a little zoomed out and stir crazy. Um, did you go into lockdown during COVID or what have you done? Well, it's been locked down because, well, my show, Grey's Anatomy, was the first show to shut down. And then my dance academy, the Debbie Allen Dance Academy, shut down the same day. And then I immediately started doing... Uh, virtual classes on Instagram to thousands and thousands of people around the world. And it's just been, uh, it's been like, this is like what it's like to be in the middle of evolution, because that's what it is. Everything, everything has changed, everything. Interesting, how profound do you think the change is gonna be? Well, I think it's gonna be profound enough that it's gonna be lasting. Meaning, I think some of the things that we have put together in the middle of COVID, uh, out of necessity, have actually become new ways of doing things. For example, our virtual dance classes, I've created what I call the Dada Virtual Dance World. We have people taking classes with my instructors from India and from London and from Italy and China, all over the world. And that is a good thing. As much as we've been separated in the studio physically, we have been united globally in a way because of technology. So I think these these were things that we wanted to have happen, but this is kind of like a force majeure of it all. And um, I think we're going to continue with the virtual, for me, the virtual dance world. And then, um, I don't know, we haven't started back to work on Grey's Anatomy. We're not going to start until... August the 8th. 
me take that back. September the 8th, the, the, the goalpost keeps moving. So we'll see when we actually go back. But it, it's looking really, I feel confident about the protocols between all the doctors and all of the unions and certainly all of our own common sense values. And we're a medical show, so we're, we have someone named Linda Klein, who's our number one medical expert, and we trust, we trust Linda Klein. She's a litmus test for us, along with all the other people that are working. So we feel lucky and we feel confident. Do, do you uh, think that the stories that you will tell on Grey's Anatomy also will profoundly change as a result of what we've all just gone through? Absolutely. I mean, you're definitely going to address COVID. I mean, how could we not? And oh, George Floyd and Black Lives Matter and the universal cry for justice, you know, criminal justice, social justice, economic justice. We have to address all of that. You know, we're a show that's contemporary. It's about what's happening in our lives now. It's all certainly about relationships. But the relationships, every relationship I know right now is colored by what is happening in the world today. You know, when you hear the eulogy from President Barack Obama, it's like being in class and remembering what you have to do. The eulogy he gave for John Lewis was captivating, but it was also something we needed to hear. The words from George W. Bush, even from Clinton. This is um, this is a time where there's so much happening. The Voter Rights, come on, the Voting Rights Act, 1965, we're still dealing with that? Really? Really? There's a lot of issues and a lot of stories that are gonna come out of all of this. How, how surprised were you in 2016 when Trump won? He wasn't surprised, it was devastation. <laughs> because I just felt like Donald Trump threw his hat in the ring. I don't think he thought he was going to win. I thought he did it for the, you know, the visibility of it all, because he's that kind of guy. I met him a long time ago and, you know, he's a guy that's out there and doing things and wants his face and his name out there in the world. And it was uh, definitely a surprise. So it's something that we have to pay attention to because every poll said there was no way he could win. And so what happened? I think people didn't go. They just assumed, oh, you know, he can't get there. And he did. And we had the interference from clearly Russia. Clearly, clearly. So it was um, coming after eight years of Barack Obama, it, of, of the promise and the hope and the yes we can of it all to come to such a halt. It was, um, it was hard because it seemed like Donald Trump's main mission in his presidency was undoing everything that President Barack Obama did. It seemed like that was really his mandate. Let's undo everything he did, as opposed to really paying attention to what the people need. He undid the whole, you know, uh, part, the, the, the I really, what do you want to call it? the governance that he had put in place for something like this COVID. He, we don't need it. There was a whole uh, commission that had been created because they were anticipating something like this happening. That's good leadership. You anticipate, you don't just react. 
you go early, you think you, you're proactive, you try to think what could happen and be ready. You know, it's like raising a child, you know, you walk, you don't just put them on a bike and then go, you got to watch where they go. You got to see where they're going, be ahead of them to catch them if they fall and get them back on their bike. What would you do? You know, most modern presidents have won re-election. Obama won re-election. W did. Clinton did. Um, Reagan did. Nixon, etc. What What do you think would happen if Trump were to win re-election in November? I just everybody better pray, 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 because unfortunately, Donald Trump was popular from a television show. He was not really that successful as a businessman, as we've come to find out. And he wasn't very honest. And he's not been very truthful. You know, how is it to stay with Dr. Fauci and just say what the facts are? The facts that they don't fit with what he feels he wants to hear, he doesn't want to share that. So I don't know. We better run for cover because I don't know what will happen to this country. I don't know what is right now. The principles of democracy have been so denigrated and demoralized around the world. You know, America's statue around the world has been marginalized, totally marginalized. As the leaders of the free democratic world, I travel the world with the arts and I know how strong we are. Cultural diplomacy is one of our most powerful tools. But right now, it was gonna take a lot more than that to get us back on track after this happened a lot. So if, if I were to meet you out in the world, and you've been so blessed, you've been able to try and do so many different things, but how do you think of yourself? Who, who are you? Uh, I'm Debbie Allen. I am a director, producer, a writer, composer, choreographer, and I am probably here to have a exchange about our cultural um, common sensibilities and to do an exchange and uh, hopefully you can give me insights into your world and your culture and your food because i like what you're eating on your plate <laughs> <laughs> i love now are you are you a good cook or are you like me are you just a good eater yes honey i'm about to say and then maybe i'll go fry you some chicken if you are being nice. <laughs> i make the best chicken, lemon cake uh, lobster, ginger, yellow rice. I'm a good cook. Be careful, because if you keep talking like that, you guys going to have a new neighbor, and he's not going to be the one that you invited or you expected. He's going to be the one that won't leave. So be, be very careful if you keep talking about good food like that. Um, you, you know, it, it was interesting. Part of the reason I was asking how you identify is literally the way I heard you talk before we start and carry yourself. Very much someone who is responsible for things, who organizes things, who plans things. And so I, I first remember seeing you acting, right? So that's that was my first uh, opportunity to enjoy your work was, was as an actor. Um, but it's interesting. It, it feels like you have evolved. Do you, is there still the actor in you or, or are you unequivocally, as you described at the outset, uh, the director, the producer? Honestly, Carlos, I'm really kind of how I was in high school. I was most versatile in my class. And I think I'm still that. I go here to this, I wear so many different hats. And I think I wear them pretty well. So when I'm acting, I'm really happy because then 
I get somebody to do my hair and makeup. <laughs> and I get to go and explore someone who may be similar but different than me. I don't know. I um, The acting has helped me be a better director. And then the study I did at Howard University has made me a better uh, director-producer in, in my ability to take the dramatic narrative, break it down, make it make sense, help it translate to actors and what they do on screen. Um, I don't know, I'm just kind of, um, you know. But, but, but I, I, I love it because, you know, there are other people I talk to, busy people, who as soon as COVID hit, they weren't immediately planning uh, the Dada classes, right? They weren't, they weren't immediately teaching thousands of people around the globe. And I can tell your mind's working about Grey's Anatomy. And I can tell that there are three, four other things that we haven't even talked about that I am clear that you are planning and, and walking through all at once. And that is, I guess that makes sense if you say you've been that way since high school. So that is, that is just who you are. Now, now, you're the younger sister, right? Is that right? Are you younger sister or big sister? She is the oldest. <laughs> <laughs> baby brother. I have a brother that's younger than me, Hugh Allen. He's a banker. He lives in Charlotte, North Carolina with his family. Tell me a little bit, if you would, about your parents, because I, I've heard a little bit side to side, but but did they have a big influence uh, on you going into the arts? Oh, tremendous influence, especially my mother, Vivian Ayers, who actually celebrated her 97th birthday in July. Hi, Grandma. Okay, okay. Uh, she's a poet, a writer, an artist, a concert pianist. She was doing all those things, and plus she was gorgeous like Dorothy Dandridge. She can make you dress. She saw on the cover of a magazine. She had all of those skills. So Mama developed me and Felicia and Tex, and even to a certain degree, my, my baby brother Huey, to know how important and vital it is to go outside of yourself and find that thing that that appeals to you, that art thing, that what is it that you can do in the world that's creative. Being creative has always been a big part of our lives. We were always exposed to art and to music and to literature. Even though we wanted to go and go to the South Cop for the party and you know do all those things and go to the circus like any other kid, we were exposed to other things. So we grew up thinking of ourselves as creative people, even at a young age. And my dad, Dr. Andrew Arthur Allen Sr., was the best dentist in the town of Houston, Texas. And he loved everything that we did and he supported everything that we did. He loved coming to New York to the Broadway shows, to the openings. He even flew one time when my show was closing. It was a, it didn't get to Broadway and I was just brokenhearted. And he called me, said, oh, Redbird, that was his nickname for me. You know, I wish I could see the show. I said, Daddy, I wish you were here. He said, well, come downstairs to the lobby. <laughs> <laughs> so I, my parents have been very supportive and critical at the same time, my best critics. Felicia's always been my, I've idolized her. I've always wanted to be like her since I was little. And that was not always very cute because she didn't always like it. <laughs> like it. But now, as we've grown up together, she's become my best friend. 
and we talk every day and we share each other's secrets, our challenges, our successes. Um, she's been a great, great big sister. Were you, were you guys close as uh, as young women, or you, as you're describing it now, did, did that, when did you start to become close, and were you competitive before? We were never competitive. It was just she didn't like her little sister following her around, trying to be with, wearing her clothes, trying to be with her friends. She didn't like it. Uh, but by the time we got to New York, this was, even in college, she was fine. She tolerated being in college because I followed her there and I started, uh, I decided to major in drama and theater when I didn't get in a dance school I was trying to go to and she was okay with it. And then when I graduated from college, she was in New York and she was living in New York by herself and she moved over and let me share her bed with her. And we were roommates for years until she married and um, we did everything together. We did, you know, we called home pretending we had food for Thanksgiving and we only had a can of tuna fish. So we're very close and she's my best friend. She's my very best friend in life. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. I'm late. I'm late. Very important date. Time is running out to score adult theme park tickets at child prices from Undercover Tourist. This summer, make your Walt Disney World vacation more affordable than ever. Escape into a place where magic has the power to transport you into stunning worlds and your favorite stories for less. Buy from Undercover Tourist, an authorized seller, and link to official Walt Disney World apps so you can add on Genie Plus and Lightning Lane upgrades easy. Book your adult theme park tickets at child prices with Undercover Tourist now and save. UndercoverTourist.com now I'd like to introduce you to Meaningful Beauty, the famed skincare brand created by iconic supermodel Cindy Crawford. It's her secret to absolutely gorgeous skin. Meaningful Beauty makes powerful and effective skincare simple, and it's loved by millions of women. It's formulated for all ages and all skin tones and types, and it's designed to work as a complete skincare system, leaving your skin feeling soft, smooth, and nourished. I recommend starting with Cindy's Full Regimen, which contains all five of her best-selling products, including the amazing Youth Activating Melon serum. This next generation serum has the power of melon leaf stem cell technology. It's melon leaf stem cells encapsulated for freshness and released onto the skin to support a visible reduction in the appearance of wrinkles. With thousands of glowing five-star reviews, why not give it a try? Subscribe today and you can get the amazing Meaningful Beauty system for just $49.95. That includes our introductory five-piece system, free gifts, free shipping, and a 60-day money-back guarantee. All of that available at MeaningfulBeauty.com. I so loved you in so so I, I was growing up in Miami and um uh racially we weren't as progressive in Miami. And so seeing you on the TV on fame was uh 
TV was offering more than we saw in real life. And so that was exciting. And seeing you as the teacher and the guider, and you had so much confidence in there. And I could still hear you with the little, um, what's that thing you used to say about there's a cost for fame? The, you know, fame's got a price. Like I could still hear you uh, saying that. And there was a there's a level of, of excitement. So for little old me from the outside, it looks like it's been the most beautiful run. And I loved what you did in a different world. I obviously appreciate what you've done with Grey's Anatomy and so much more. And I love when I hear people like Shonda Rhimes talk about the impact you've had on on, on their lives. And so from over here, it looks like it's just been a beautiful run. Is that true? Have you just been blessed or or have there been things that have gone left or or haven't exactly been what you wanted them to be? Well, I would say that I have had a beautiful run, but I wouldn't say it's been like life has been a person's stare. It ain't been no person's stare. I mean, I've worked so hard and I've had so many challenges along the way. I mean, when I started directing, of course, there was nobody that looked like me anywhere. Not a woman, not a black person. There was nobody that looked like me when I was directing. And I had to find my way through that. When I did the Academy Awards, I did it, what, 10 times? I was often pretty much the only black person in the room. So I brought a consciousness to the conversation that other people didn't have. Um, but I would say I've, I've been put in places that I belong to be to help make it better. So whatever challenges I've faced, I take those challenges on and I will take them on again if it really means that I'm the one that has to be the first one to knock down a door so other people can run across my back. Because I'm, I'm riding on the backs of, you know, Diane Carroll and Lena Horne and, you know, Catherine Dunham and Alvin Ailey and uh, Jojo Smith, you know, great, great people that came before me, uh, my sister. <laughs> so um, it's, been a, it's been a very, I mean, it took 18 years for me to produce the movie Amistad. Go figure. Was that easy? No. 18 years. 18 years to get that movie done. And Steven Spielberg was my Obi-Wan Kenobi. And thank God for him. My oh, He will always be my Obi-Wan Kenobi. Yes, he was. Why do you think he decided to do it? Because you know that there are young people watching this show who will be watching this show who have that kind of big, bold dream, something that's burning in them, something that could burn across 18 years and not extinguish. But right now, they don't feel like they know the way to get it across the sand. Why do you think you were able to get Stephen to yes and get that to fruition and get that on the screen? Well, I think, number one, because he's a great storyteller and it is a great story. And by the time I get in front of him and do I have a meeting, I was able to tell him all the different dimensions of, of slavery and, and you know, what the world was doing, what Spain was doing, what London was doing. You know, people think that the Confederate flag as being the flag of slavery is really more of the British flag. The British were the ones that cornered the market in, in slavery. It was the British first, they changed. But anyway, so I was able to, to lay out the history for him and he loved the story 
And also because he had done Schindler's List and he actually has black children that he and his wife adopted. And he felt strongly that this was a story that needed to be told. It was a story that belonged to our shared history. And this was something that appealed to him. So that's how it happened. I had been in so many people's offices who loved me, but like threw me out. <laughs> you know, they didn't want to do this. They don't want to have a conversation about slavery. It's a hard conversation. And even some black people were not happy. Why are you doing that story? Why do we have to bring up that? Well, you see, we have to bring it up. We absolutely have to bring it up. So we know exactly where we're standing right now, who we are, where we've come from, where we're going. You know, right now, it's a wide open playing field since the death of George Floyd and that universal scream that has brought so many people together from so many nationalities, ethnicities, economic brackets. This is a time to make stuff happen right now. What do you say and what would you say if we were having a family meeting and you had a number of white allies there, so people who know that better is possible, may not always have been as participatory and as constructive uh, in the movement, but want to be going forward, what would you say to them? Uh, Their ears are open, their hearts are open. What What would you say? I would say start in your backyard. Start right in your own backyard. If we're friends, that's already a step forward. There's so many people that don't have black friends. It's not their fault, it's how they've grown up, it's their community, they're not, they don't have that. It's not part of their DNA. Uh, I would say start in your backyard, look at your playing field where you work. Do you have any authority? Do you have any way to open up opportunity for more people? Do you have an opportunity to just stop and see something that's not right and fix it? Will you be very forceful in this new election that's coming up? This is one of the most pivotal elections that we've ever had in this country. The one that's coming up this November. And and what would you- I'm glad that you are are here and that you're here because together is how we're gonna change this. It doesn't change with just me and my people. It changes with all of us. It's all of us. And and then flip it to a different group. There are people who strongly support the president, who get frustrated when they hear Black Lives Matter, who say all lives matter. You know, uh, what would you say if you were sitting in that portion of the family meeting? Um, uh, And and it literally was was a family meeting of sorts. What would you say to, to those folks? I would say, I think you need to recalibrate the lens through which you are seeing what is happening. You have to recalibrate this lens or change the lens. You're looking from a lens from a way long time ago, apparently. Of course, all lives matter. But if you can't say black lives matter, then you can't address the problem right now. You're not not acknowledging the problem. You have to be able to say black lives matter. You gotta be able to write it on the streets and on the walls because that is the litmus test by which we will change everything. That, that, it has to be specific because black people has been so disenfranchised in this country throughout and that has to change. The inequities that go on and on and on have to stop. 
you know, the, you know, the inability for elected officials to admit the truth, you know, that our schools have not been, you know, requited the way they have been in other places, our schools, you know, our bridges, our neighborhoods, you know, everything. We need equality here. That's all we're asking for. That's what we're asking for. That's what we're demanding. And our white and brown and red brothers and sisters are joining us in this fight. And it is a fight, unfortunately. It shouldn't have to be a fight. I mean, what is going on that the federal government is putting federal troops against mothers who are just trying to help their families have peaceful demonstration? We're supposed to have peaceful demonstration. I don't understand what is going on. I do, but I don't. It cannot be. This is not a, the America we know. This is not the America that has helped the world see clearly that democracy needs to be a way of life for all people. You know, we're not a communist country. We are not. We don't have a dictator. We have elected people. And if they don't do right, they need to be <laughs> replaced immediately. Are, are you getting more involved in politics than you've ever been? I've always been involved. I've always voted. I was a kid in Texas in the semantics of the 60s. Dr. Martin Luther King came to Houston, had dinner at our house. He was friends with my stepmom. We were marching in the streets to get better schools in the 60s, to get to be able to go to restaurants, to be able to go to the park. We, everything was segregated. It's not that long ago. It's not that, that far in the past. And it's ever present creeping up on us again. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. I'm late. I'm late. Three very important date. Time is running out to score adult theme park tickets at child prices from Undercover Tourist. This summer, make your Walt Disney World vacation more affordable than ever. Escape into a place where magic has the power to transport you into stunning worlds and your favorite stories for less. Buy from Undercover Tourist, an authorized seller, and link to official Walt Disney World apps so you can add on Genie Plus and Lightning Lane upgrades easy. Book your adult theme park tickets at child prices with Undercover Tourist now and save. UndercoverTourist.com now I'd like to introduce you to Meaningful Beauty, the famed skincare brand created by iconic supermodel Cindy Crawford. It's her secret to absolutely gorgeous skin. Meaningful Beauty makes powerful and effective skincare simple, and it's loved by millions of women. It's formulated for all ages and all skin tones and types, and it's designed to work as a complete skincare system, leaving your skin feeling soft, smooth, and nourished. I recommend starting with Cindy's Full Regimen, which contains all five of her best-selling products, including the amazing Youth Activating Melody. 
Melon Serum. This next generation serum has the power of Melon Leaf stem cell technology. It's Melon Leaf stem cells encapsulated for freshness and released onto the skin to support a visible reduction in the appearance of wrinkles. With thousands of glowing five-star reviews, why not give it a try? Subscribe today and you can get the amazing Meaningful Beauty system for just $49.95. That includes our introductory five-piece system, free gifts, free shipping, and a 60-day money-back guarantee. All of that available at MeaningfulBeauty.com. about you as a person, there is clearly such a strength and creativity and breadth of experience, but I, I still remember hearing Dr. King say, there's enough stuff in me to make both a gentleman and a rogue. And, and, and he was saying, in effect, that none of us are perfect. What scares you or, or what makes you feel worried or vulnerable? And, and I don't necessarily mean this just in a political sense, but I mean, I mean you, Debbie Allen, the woman what, if anything, unnerves you or makes you scared? What makes me scared is the gun violence in this country and the lack of civility and responsibility that our elected officials are taking. You have to have a driver's license to drive a car. Why don't you have one to buy all these weapons? After those children were killed in Sandy Hook, why are we still talking about this? So they're talking about there's a rise in violence right now, but the gun sales are off the hook right now. Off the hook. When is this going to change? It frightens me because there's so many people out there that are responsible gun owners, but there's so many that are not, that are not. It's scary. What comes next for you? Because you clearly aren't slowing down anytime soon. Um, you deeply engage in the world. What what comes next for you? Where should I expect to see you over the next five, 10 years? Honey, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm working with a lot of wonderful people, building a, a cultural oasis for children and young people. The Debbie Allen Dance Academy has been an oasis for young people. And uh, Ms. Wallace Annenberg has been there, the Annenberg Foundation, the Ford Foundation, and AIDS Healthcare found so many different people to help us. And now Shonda Rhimes has stepped in and we're building a performing arts center. And I'm hoping, I know I'm gonna get it going and I'm gonna start a middle school. And just, I'm just starting things for people for, that they have support. Right now I'm teaching classes to cancer patients and to bat battered women and children to elders, I have an elders class of people that are from 65 to 95 years old. Um, I'm just, I feel like I'm one of God's soldiers, if you will. And I look at my work as being spiritual. You know, my dance academy is my church. Meaning from that I'm healing people, I'm helping people, I'm communicating, I'm making life better in the small way that I can. Um, you, you know, I love to hear that. And, and, and I love, it's interesting that you talk about um, uh, about the different ways that people exist in the world. I was talking to a woman named Ruth Zuckerman, who you may know, who started Soul Cycle and Flywheel. And she said that it was when she began teaching Pilates classes and being active 
and helping other people that she really found her center and and she found not only her best self but but a self that could grow and thrive and so I think it is special to know that which gives you uh, juice and energy because I think a lot of us struggle to find um you know that rich source of uh of, of energy that clearly you have found in uh, in dance and in directing and in art. I, I kind of feel like it's my purpose. That's the word for me. What is your purpose in life greater than yourself? What is the purpose in your life greater than yourself? You know, uh, last couple questions for you here. One of the things that I think a lot about, and we talk a lot about on the show, is dreaming fearlessly. And not just dreaming fearlessly, but how do you realize those dreams? What would you go back and tell young Debbie Allen that you've learned? Maybe not the obvious stuff, but the stuff that maybe very few people will tell her. What would you whisper in her ear or maybe even shout out loud that you would want her to hear? I would tell her, keep going, girl. Just keep going. You're on the right path. There's a place for you. You're going to have some brick walls, but you're going to burst through them. Just keep going. Keep going. I, I so love to hear that. Um, uh, last set of questions. We call this a rapid fire round. So if you don't mind, I'm going to hit you with five or six questions. I would love your uh, kind of first immediate thought. What's your favorite book? Ooh, right now I'm enjoying Sapiens. Oh, very interesting choice. Okay. And, and how did you come across that? On your own or did somebody give that to you? Someone gave it to me. A friend in Detroit. I was with, uh, I, I have a dance uh, camp in Detroit with Oliver Ragsdale and the Carson, and one of his best friends gave me this book. I love this book. I'm having a good time. I love that. Uh, uh, you've been blessed. Uh, you've been married now 30 plus years. Uh, what's the best piece of advice you've ever gotten on, uh, on a good relationship? And what's the best piece of advice you would give to someone uh, about how to build and hopefully maintain and nurture a good relationship? Uh, the best advice was Always sleep in the same bed, no matter how mad you are. That. And I would give that same advice. <laughs> I would say the same thing. And I have. I love that. Who would surprise people? Which celebrity friend of yours would su surprise people to hear? Like, who's the most unusual celebrity friend? There's certain people who people probably would not be surprised to hear that you're friendly with. But there's probably one or two that they'd be like, I didn't imagine so-and-so and Debbie Allen are friends or acquaintances. Who's on that list? Well, I would have said Kobe Bryant. Kobe Bryant and I were very good friends. And we had a lot of creativity that we were sharing at the time of his death. And um, I found him to be one of the most uh, exciting new voices in the world of arts and entertainment. That documentary that he won the Oscar for was just the beginning. And all the books that he has written, people should read them or go buy them in audio, you know, so you can hear. My sister Felicia Rashad actually read all of them, but Kobe Bryant would be something, someone they might be surprised to know we were good friends. Oh, I love hearing that. And then you've been blessed to visit so many interesting places all over the world. Uh, what's either one of your favorite or maybe the most intriguing places that you've ever visited in the world? Okay, maybe not the favorite, but the most intriguing place would have to be Oman. It's on the Arabian Peninsula, south of Dubai and Abu Dhabi. 
oh my God, this country, the Sultan is one of the most forward thinking leaders of any Muslim country or, or nation. And uh, he's always trying to get his people to think outward. For example, the women, they, he doesn't want them to go to work if they work for the government like this. He wants them to go with their faces revealed. And I think it's because he's acknowledging their own identity inside of the religion, which sometimes you become, you're just the religion. Um, and I met one of the most extraordinary human beings, Dr. Harper Johnson, this black man from Mississippi, who is an incredible pictorial historian who was doing the history of Oman and these massive murals and paintings. And he just took me in like one of his uh, little fireflies and let me sit in his knee and hear my history. He knew Du Bois and oh my God, he knew everybody. It was amazing. Um, but it's a beautiful country. You have to go at the right time of year because it's hot, but it's beautiful. Uh, final question, and I wish I could ask so many more, but I'm going to leave it with this final question. What have you learned about forgiveness? Um, uh, such an interesting life, so many people, so many parts of the world. I assume there had to have been occasions where you've had to forgive or ask for forgiveness. What have you learned about forgiveness? I think it's so important that people understand and are able to forgive because people make mistakes. You make mistakes, your family, people make mistakes. And, and you don't want to just feel sorry for them. You want to forgive them, even if they don't acknowledge that it's a mistake. There's some people that I know who I feel are making, have made a terrible mistake or making a mistake. And I've forgiven them before they even can come to the understanding because that is a way for me to continue a relationship with people. If you can't forgive, you can't move forward. Forgiving does not mean you forget. It just means you move forward. And then you won't hopefully facilitate those mistakes or you can help navigate other people from those landmines. I, uh, uh, I, hope, I hope people can hear that. I, I think it's, uh, it's interesting. I heard, I was having a conversation with another one of your Houstonians recently uh, with uh, Tina Knowles Lawson, who you may know. And uh, we were talking about this question of, of forgiveness and growth. And, you know, she's in a new season in her life in many different ways and, and how powerful it is to be able to be intentional about that. Um, uh, uh, the ways in which it can allow you to craft uh, a better life if, uh, if you can be intentional about that. So, well, Debbie Allen, uh, 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 you continue to make me smile uh, many years later. Um, uh, we didn't talk about your wonderful husband, Norm Nixon. I was a fan of his as well. I love Showtime. I love those Lakers. I, uh, uh, it was a lot of fun to, uh, to watch him over the years. And I so appreciate you uh, being on the show. Thank you very much. You're so welcome, Carlos. All the best. Stay safe, stay healthy, and stay doing what you're doing. Thank you so much. I hope, I hope I'll see you soon. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Carlos Watson Show podcast. If you enjoyed this interview, please leave us a rating on iTunes.
This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. I'm late. I'm late for a very important date. Time is running out to score adult theme park tickets at child prices from Undercover Tourist. This summer, make your Walt Disney World vacation more affordable than ever. Escape into a place where magic has the power to transport you into stunning worlds and your favorite stories for less. Buy from Undercover Tourist, an authorized seller, and link to official Walt Disney World apps so you can add on Genie Plus and Lightning Lane upgrades easy. Book your adult theme park tickets at child prices with Undercover Tourist now and save. UndercoverTourist.com. Come.